You're listening to The Girl Dad Show. Welcome to Season 3 of The Girl Dad Show, where we explore the intersection of parenthood and entrepreneurial spirit. Join me and some incredible guests as we share tips and tricks for finding work-life balance and making a positive impact not only on the world, but also our families. Let's create a fulfilling life together. It's The Girl Dad Show, Season 3. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Girl Dad Show. Today is another Girl Dad Talk, where I talk to you about my professional journey and things that I'm learning as I build my professional career as well as I build my family. And today I want to talk to you about a concept called tour of duty. And obviously it's pulled from the military and uh, I commonly use it in business. And this concept has really changed the trajectory of my professional life and And now it has permeated into how I live and how I think about my personal life and the friends that I have, as well as how I'm building my family. And I'm going to share how I learned about this concept with you and what really opened up my brain to this insight and this thinking process and framework, but also talk to you a little bit about how I'm using it in all aspects of my life. And I hope that it helps you along on your journey. So the first real moment that I started to think about this concept of tour of duty was really around my time at Apple. And it was a really, really unique and and amazing experience when people would leave. And we did this thing where if you left Apple, whatever the terms were, I mean, unless it was, uh, there were some extraneous situations where this didn't happen, but the vast majority of times that you left Apple, the entire company or the people in that store or people all around you in that moment would stop what they were doing, even stop talking to customers or helping customers and would uh, start to clap you out. And it was called the clap out. And it was just an amazing, amazing experience to watch someone be celebrated for uh, their tour of duty, essentially ending their time at Apple and uh, being celebrated by all the people there and they were elevated to the most importance um, in that moment and celebrated for their tour of duty and clapped out during their um, walk out of the out of the store. And it was a really, really interesting thing to me to watch and also to experience because, you know, Apple is really known for their high customer service, especially as it was related to their retail operations, uh, especially in the beginning and when they first launched it. And when you think about how much importance they put on the customer and the customer experience and that customer value. It's really impressive to think about them encouraging you to quite literally stop talking to the customer, even mid-sentence, to appreciate and recognize the tour of duty of your fellow colleagues and employees and thank them for what they did. And in hindsight, it's super obvious to think about, right? You know, it's super hard to get a job at Apple. Uh, Just in my one unit alone, there were a thousand applications like a week. And out of those, you know, the success rate of getting an interview was super low. And then from that, getting hired was super low. And so it took a lot for the company to actually even recruit you and hire you. And it takes a lot to train you as well, because, you know, there's a steep learning curve as it relates to, you know, being um, foundationally knowledgeable about the wide breadth of products and services and software that Apple has to provide. And it's a pretty big investment. And you you think about them celebrating that investment, no matter why it is that you're leaving, and they're celebrating 
the fact that you were here and you were part of the company and and uh, thanking you for your service and and hoping that you have a successful next chapter and tour of duty in your life. And it was an amazing thing for me to watch and experience because it really created a marker in my mind on how cool that was and how important it was to, you know, celebrate people and, um, and their tour of duty. Because previous to that, you typically had a negative connotation when you're leaving places. It's very hard to end a relationship like employment or even relationships, you know, well, and watching this experience and then watching the aftermath was incredible for me. So being able to see, you know, how everyone felt more psychologically safe about working at Apple because we had this tour of duty concept and they knew they were going to be celebrated when they did decide to leave. And it really was almost more beneficial for the people that stayed and in creating this like, you know, very mature and professional culture um, that, you know, other companies I've, I've worked at never had because we celebrated these tours of duty at Apple. And so it taught me this thing called tours of duty and it has stuck with me for many, many years. And I always fondly remembered it emotionally and the impact it had you know, through the culture, the people and me and all the people that I was leading. And it was an amazing experience. And so I think back to um, the exact moment that I started to understand this for business and myself was when I was at Limelight Health and I was um, doing a myriad of roles to help the company move forward, um, you know, during hyper growth or hyperscale, there are people that need to um, adapt and fill in holes and um, make things move forward. It takes time and planning and resources to hire um, an experienced executive. And sometimes you don't have that luxury of four months or three months it takes to interview the right person. And, you know, rushing that process can also be more damaging by hiring the wrong person to a company than it does helping fill the spot. And so, you know, in an early stage growth company, there is a tour of duty where someone needs to be really good and flexible, have very low ego and high uh, critical thinking skills to be able to fill in these gaps to make the company move forward until you can find that right person to fill that spot and take it to unbelievable heights. And I had realized that that was my tour of duty when I started to think about you know, what was next for me in my career. And I was starting a family. I had responsibilities. I bought my first house. I had a mortgage. I had a lot of these different things that made me realize that I needed to continue to make more money. And um, what was really interesting about this moment was that I was thinking about what the next step for me would be at this company. And at this point, the company was raising its Series C and um, um, we were thinking about after raising C, what would that look like on who we would hire and what this organization would need. And so when we were mapping out all the different roles and kind of the org structure that we would need for this next stage or tour of duty, I realized that I would have to step up and play in a different role than I was currently playing in. And I wasn't sure if that was the right fit for me. I was open to the challenge of it. And I knew that that was what I needed to do to make more money and continue to grow. But I also realized that I wasn't good at it. And it would require a lot of work on my part to 
learn some new skills of, um, you know, not only managing managers, but inspiring and leading managers and divisions and, and departments, you know, having VPs that have directors that have managers. It's, it's a different skill set. And, and I'm not saying I can't learn it. I'm not saying that anybody can't learn it, but I don't know if I necessarily wanted to. This episode of The Girl Dad Show is brought to you by Owners Club. As a business owner myself, I know firsthand how challenging the journey can be. Whether it's having someone that I can ask a very tactical question to or just being able to share my big successes without guilt. Building a business is a lonely journey and it does not have to be. After building and coaching dozens of businesses to success, there is one insight that is so obvious and simple yet hard to execute. And that is network equals net worth. And so if you're a growth-minded, supportive, smart, and hardworking business owner looking for a community of like-minded entrepreneurs to build with, look no further than the Owners Club. You will make lifelong friends and build your business that works for you. You can learn more online at owners.club. And there's something that I remember um, hearing from somewhere, and it was this concept that like, uh, when it comes to professional development, you know, you, you really want to find things that you're naturally great at and really double down on that. So you can enhance those things because if you're naturally good at it and you enjoy it and it feeds you, you know, you will be a 10 X multiplier in that thing. And then simultaneously, we try to actually find things that you're weak at, you know, and, and we work on those things so that way we can continue to grow and develop ourselves. But at this moment in my life and time, I realized that it would have been better for me to double down on what made me happy and what really fed me and, and, and drove me to success. And I took the risk of leaving to go to another company where I didn't actually have to change much and I can go back to doing what my zone of excellence was and just being really good at that and doubling down on that and really learning how to be really great at that thing versus, you know, trying to learn another skill and being decent at it and then trying to develop those skills as I went and trying to figure it out like a continual utility player. And this is when the concept of tour of duty really seared in my brain because I was able to have a very honest conversation with my CEO at the time. And we went back and forth on the possibilities of my role, what that would look like, my skill sets. And we also had a lot of conversations about life and philosophy and um, and parenting and family. And it was a really, really a great opportunity for me because I had such a great boss, you know, that understood and, and was well-versed in life and, and cared about me just as much as the business. And, um, it offered me the opportunity to, to socialize this and come to the conclusion that this was something that I didn't actually want to do. And so instead of fighting this uphill battle of trying to get me to be qualified or good enough to take the next, you know, a tier up or the next um, executive level up, uh, we decided that we were just going to focus on uh, why well, decided it that we were going to focus on transitioning me out and finding a replacement for me, figuring out what I would need to do to help the company continue forward in this next iteration and uh, really figuring out how I can help the company uh, find a better version of me for the next stage of its trajectory. Simultaneously, you know, I use that, you know, same time and same boss and mentor to really figure out what it is that I wanted to focus on. And, um, and I came to this conclusion that 
people are not necessarily bad and it's not bad or good if they leave it's it's not bad or good if they can't do the job for the next job or the next stage of the company it's just that there are skills that people are naturally good at and you have to make a conscious decision of when you make these jumps into new leadership roles as the company scales do you have those skills because it's a completely different skill and or do you even want to learn those skills and you have to do that eyes wide open because if you don't do that you're going to be unsuccessful and the company will hurt from it and then you will have a subjective opinion of like oh i don't like you or whatever that may be because now you're mixing relationship with performance and it can get a little bit icky but if you go into it knowing that this has nothing to do with you being good or bad it's just like hey i want to try this here are the skills that i i need to learn in this new iteration here are the things that i'm going to do to try to level those skills up and uh, here are the markers and standpoints that I'm going to try to um, get to. If I don't achieve it, you know, I need to acquiesce my role or step down or do something else, right? We need, to, we need to try something different because the company needs to keep moving forward. And this role is impacting so many lives and so many employees. And so I think just having that complete visibility and transparency uh, is super important as you think about business and scaling. Because each business, each role, each company, as it continues to grow and you grow in your career, will have these level ups that we societally think of as success. But the skills required to do those level ups are astronomically different than what you did before. Being a function expert does not make you a good manager. Being a good manager doesn't make you a good director. Being a good director does not make you a good vice president and a vice president to a C-suite. And then um, even C-suites have different layers, right? How big is the company? And um, how many divisions does it have? What are the strategic plans and, and, and departments on it? Like C-suites even have different layers to it, right? Depending on the stage and size of the company. And so uh, having a good understanding of the skills and being real with what you have and what you don't have is super important, which goes back to the first point that I'm trying to make today, which is all around this concept of tour of duty. The Apple experience of clapping people out really taught me that it's possible not to make this a negative situation when you leave a company and to celebrate people when it's their time to leave or when they want to leave. My big thing now is when I have employees that leave me, I try to ask them, like, are you leaving for something that you're passionate about? Or are you leaving for something that's better that I can't provide? If you're not leaving for those two reasons, I really encourage you to talk to me and figure out how we can help you get what you want um, in this company. Because other than that, like I, I would love to help you leave me and I'll introduce you to people and I'll celebrate you and um, I will help you along this journey. But um, Apple really helped that concept come to life for me because I saw how cool that was and how beneficial it was and how it made me feel and how it made my employees feel. Uh, and then Limelight with my, my boss and mentor, being able to have this open dialogue and conversation really taught me that you can be objective about this and it doesn't have to be a negative thing. And it's so interesting that up until that point, I've always seen it at almost every company I've worked at people leaving as a negative thing. And more often than not, there was always a smear a 30%, maybe even 70, 80% smear on um, subjectivity. Do I like them or not? And it's so strange because People are, people are awesome. People are good. They're just not a good fit for where we are at or where we're going or where they're at and where they're going. 
And when you can start thinking about work and life in that lens, it's much easier to have these conversations with people and help them find their path forward and then have an honest conversation about how to keep the business moving forward and transitioning them. And um, it's been really, really helpful for me as I navigate business and I now, now I'm a coach for business owners and uh, founders of tech companies. This concept has really helped me move them forward and help them think about the business in a more um, objective manner and really understanding and parsing out the types of people they need in the company at that moment. And then helping them to understand to reassess that to adapt the company needs and skills as it continues to grow. Because once you start getting successful, the company will evolve and you need to constantly reset the people that are in it, bring them along, give them the skills to learn or help them move on to something where they're happy doing what their tour of duty is. And now to bring it all home, tour of duties. I also have now been thinking a lot about this on the parenting side. And more so now that, you know, both of our kids are getting closer and closer to going to school full time. And we're looking at, you know, a huge swath of time that is going to open up for both Amy uh, and I. Right. And, um, and it's obviously going to get filled up in other ways and because of activities and whatnot. But there's going to be six to seven hours where both kids are going to be in school in the next you know tour of duty as a parent. And. It's been really, really interesting to think about, you know, this, the relationship that my wife and I have, the partnership that we have created for, you know, the first several years. And now we're starting to think about how we've gotten to a groove. We have a good system. We have a good partnership. And obviously there's a lot of, you know, trials and tribulations to get there. And then now we're actually like, oh man, we're already at the, now that we kind of figured it out, we're at the tail end of this because we're going to be flipping the chapter on a new tour of duty. And it's really, really fun and interesting to bring some of these business concepts to parenting, but it is so timely and uh, apropos. It, it fits perfectly, right? Like, I, I definitely think that if we kept going the way we're going with the same expectations, with the same uh, conversations and meeting cadences and touch points and communication styles, we would accidentally miss the boat and, and get frustrated with each other. But I think because we're already realizing that there's a change of guard or a change in evolution of the family and we're being proactive about it, we're now having these really amazing objective conversations about, you know, what does next year look like? What does, you know, what does it look like when we have both kids in school for, you know, six hours a day and um, really starting the process of like, what do we need? What do we want from each other? And uh, what do we want as a family unit? And how do we want to spend that time? How do we want to spend that resource? Um, what don't we want to do? How do we want to do it? And all of those things. And so uh, we don't have an answer yet, but we still have a, a year and a half to two years for that. So we're well, well in advance of it. But it's really, really interesting if you can think about, you know, this concept of tour of duty for your professional career, whether you're a director trying to become a vice president or a individual contributor trying to become a manager, um, it is so helpful to realize this concept of tour of duty. And secondly, it's also really, really applicable to think about tours of duty as it relates to being a parent. There are absolutely phases with your kid. And the kids are going to evolve and change. And I'm realizing that these concepts of being objective is very, very much so applicable to, 
you know, the, the personal side of my family and, and how I navigate, you know, uh, being a parent and being a dad. And I think about like how the end goal for me is wanting to be a good friend, you know, someone that they can come and confide to and, and ask for guidance and talk through problems and help them work through their issues and their goals and, and their aspirations. But like right now I'm like trying to like get them to clean their room and brush their teeth well. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's like, you just know that you have plenty of time to just get from there to there. And you're like, oh, it's plenty of time. I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. But the reality is the time is happening and it's super fast. And if you don't take the time, take the time to think about it and think about the stages that you are going through in your life, it's going to happen to you versus you being there to make it um, that much more amazing. And um, I'm looking to apply the same level of, you know, success and understanding that I coach my uh, business owners to and coach myself to and eat my own medicine because you can, of course, let the business grow and just, you know, react to all the growth problems. Or you can do the inverse, which is plan for the growth problems and learn and figure out and discuss and identify what tours of duty and what people and what skills you need for this next one. And I'm going to lean towards the tour of duty concept for my family as well and continue to explore what this means for us. And I'm very, very excited about it. And although, you know, we still have a year and a half, I'm going to be a lot more conscientious about watching my kids, you know, evolve and change. And then, you know, trying to be a really good dad to me means being a really good situational leader and understanding how I could be the best dad for them in their stage and in their readiness level. And um, if I can do this for people in business, I should absolutely be able to do this for my kids is, is how I'm thinking about it. And so um, I'm hoping that this concept of tour of duty um, has helped you uh, learn a little bit about how to think about your professional career. And I hope that you also uh, find it valuable in your personal and family life. And um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this and how you think about work and family and what you think about this tour of duty concept. Um, thank you again for tuning in to The Girl Dad Show. And I can't wait to continue to grow with you guys and build a life that's fulfilling in every way. Let's go. Thank you for listening to The Girl Dad Show. As a Girl Dad Show listener, I'm so excited to share with you a very exclusive discount to the Owners Club. Owners Club is my pride and joy, and it is the business that I use to help me build and network with other like-minded growth business owners. And it is a place where business owners can learn from the tools and systems that I've been building and continue to build to grow and build my businesses. But it's also a great place to build camaraderie and relationships with other business owners that deeply understand the ins and outs of owning a business. And for my loyal and new Grilled Ed Show listeners, I'm offering an exclusive 75% off for the first year membership. And you just use the coupon code TGDS75 at www.owners.club and you will be able to get 75% off your first year membership. I hope this helps you on your professional journey as much as this podcast helps you on your parenting journey. Thank you.